Have you have you actually read what I've written? Yes. No chance. Yeah, absolutely zero no chance. chance. I'm just You've fucking read. reading oh, no it. Now. Read it. That's, so exactly. no then. <laughs> no, as in I've read it, but I, I haven't practiced it. So. Hello and welcome to The Boy and the Bear. I'm Scott, a fan of Scotland's European representatives and current League Cup winners, Glasgow Rangers. And I'm Patrick, I support Celtic, a club who have won 23 trophies in 10 years, Scott. You're still fucking crying and throwing fences. <laughs> to help keep Scotty in his original packaging, we, as always, are joined by our good pal and, inverted commas, neutral, Steve. <laughs> good job, Scotty, in that packaging. What a week has been in Scottish football, lads. And it's our Christmas episode. Merry Christmas, we boys. M- Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Lads. Merry Christmas. We made it to Christmas, which is uh, more than can be said for one Rangers manager. Hey! Hey! hey. <laughs> It'd be great if you could subscribe to our podcast wherever you may listen. And please do send us any suggestions for topics, trivia questions, or just general queries to theboyandthebear at gmail.com. It's actually, it's actually a miracle you've learned that like before Christmas. I thought that would take it a lot longer. Listen, just like Philip Clement, I am full of surprises. <laughs> I am, I am the wizard. I am the magic man. Okay. Oh, he's and here this week. Word of mouth is a powerful tool. So if you are enjoying the pod, please, please, please do send it to people who you think might like it. That is the number one way to help us reach a wider audience. So thanks in advance for doing that. Now, ladies and gentlemen, our regular listeners will know the script. We start our podcast. Ladies with and gentlemen, who do you think you are? Like some get ready for the show. American movie announcer, <laughs> an inclusive mediator. <laughs> <laughs> our regular listeners know the script. We start with compliments. Um, not that any of them are ever directed towards me. Scotty, take it away. Your compliment for Patrick and Celtic this week. Good please. luck, Scott. Yeah, thanks. I was just going to say it's quite. It's quite a challenge this week. I know I've joked previously how hard I find this section, but this week is especially difficult. I think the only thing I can really say is, obviously, the fact that he's kept going to try and score, <laughs> get back in the game. I mean, that's kind of, I mean, that is clutching his straws, but that's all I've got this week. Have boys. you literally just complimented them on their players staying on the pitch? Yeah, I mean, it was probably quite easy. I mean, they booed Santa Claus at half time, so why don't they just chuck it in? You know, they could have just walked off back to the bus. But actually, maybe you should go to Santa Claus for just taking that abuse half time, you know? Brendan Rogers might be getting the heave ho ho. Aye. But that's mental. That's that's Aye. mental. Booing Santa. But, it's a new law. It's a new law. Scott, your compliment writes itself. Thank uh, you. Congrats on winning your third trophy in what? History. History, yeah. Oh, look at that. I'm not a closeted bear. I'll jump on this shitty, stupid bandwagon. Congrats on winning the third trophy in your history. In all seriousness, I hope you had a nice day celebrating. I had a wonderful Uh, day. I hope you had a good time. The only thing that brings me any joy with the Rangers Cup final victory is that you might be slightly happier. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's a nice nice way to gear up for Christmas. Being very happy. It's been a fantastic week for Rangers. And then we spend an hour every Monday evening breaking just, you back. Yeah, just b- breaking me down. So, but let's keep it going for another five minutes, Scotty. What does this cup victory do for Rangers? I think it opens the door to more momentum going forward. I think it gives us a chance to sign players. I think it creates that belief in the squad that they can go quite far in the league, you know, and potentially overtake Celtic and just make a real go at it. Um, I think it's that one trophy that's kind of 
haunted us, you know, in the last couple of years. You know, look, look at the, the the Celtic Rangers League Cup final when we were really dominant. Which one? Then, um, the one where was it Julian scored uh, with oh, the kind of not, not the one last year, maybe. Yeah, you know, well, yeah, no, I, well, it's my question. You know, <laughs> you, you, you're gonna have you're gonna have time to speak and dry your eyes, but just you know, the question was directed at me, and I'm just I'm saying, playing, I'm playing at the moment. <laughs> it's my ball, and I'm going home. He's trying to take my question. Get a grip, mate. You're Listen. a co-host. <laughs> As I said last week, it's my podcast. I'm going home. Uh, no, but I think um, this is the one kind of trophy that's. Like evaded us so far in our return to the top flight show, so I think it, it just creates that sense of belief in the squad, and I think you've got to give absolute massive credit to Philip Clement. You know, he says he wasn't a wizard, but I think he's proven to be Harry Potter like because <laughs> the turnaround in this squad has been sensational, and the fact that he can play a a right back as a defensive midfielder in his first two games is a def- and he's putting two great performances in Dujon Sterling you know I think that says a lot about his style of management and his ability to give belief to players so and the fact yeah. that every other central midfielder at the club's injured yeah that's yeah that, that's just by and by and it's just a Rangers but philosophy he's a genius mate he's a genius well, no but he's turned a right back whose natural position and has only ever played right back in his career and into a sitting defensive midfielder I think that shows quite good qualities, you know, in a manager. So I think it just, to summarise, I think it's just going to give us a massive jolt in belief. What what gave you more of a jolt in belief, Scotty, as a as a fan? The better result or that result at the weekend? I, I just think the better result was great because it was kind of one of those ones you weren't expecting because we hadn't beaten a Spanish opposition ever, you know, in, in home soil. So to do that after 19 attempts, I think that's a phenomenal achievement. But the you know we've been to the Europa League final recently. You know it's not it's not a competition we we don't we don't struggle in. You know whereas the League Cup final has has been one that's just evaded us. So it's I not a competition that, you don't struggle in. Sorry, I'm just no, trying. I'm struggling to work right. out what you mean. Okay, well, well, we've been we've been to the final, right? We've always we've consistently gotten out of the group stages mm-hmm. for the past number of years, so it's not it's group not like as a, well. yeah, in group winner. Thank you. So I don't think it's a competition. When I say it's not a competition, we struggle. I think it's not like it, it's haunt haunts us or it's like something we we don't look forward to competing in. It's like the Champions you know, League. Yeah, it used used to be in second tier. Uh, very good. Not an elite club. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not asking. Answering that one, I don't want Ivan to come back and bite you, Stephen, before Christmas. You know. So, um, actually, when I said "ladies and gentlemen" earlier on, I meant "ladies, gentlemen, and Ivan." Yeah. <laughs> Calling out. But, but I think um, it's I, not how we treat our listeners, boys. No, no. I was just saying, Ivan will back me up. You know. Elite you just said he'd bite you. No, I said. Did I say? I reckon. I reckon you are I, Ivan. I'm pissed, mate. I'm so sorry. It's Christmas. I should say, like, because this is a Christmas special, we are all enjoying a drink. And uh, yeah, I'm enjoying. I've been enjoying. That's why Scott sounds lively tonight. Yeah, I've had Belgian chocolates with alcohol in it. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But no, I I think, as I said in my previous point, there, I think the League Cup final is the one thing that has evaded us. So I think that gives us confidence we can actually get over the line and win trophies when it when it matters you know and not playing well to be fair we didn't play the best game 
yesterday, but I think we got over the line, so really happy with that. You weren't willing to apologise to your captain yet? I always. I apologised to him last, last time when you asked me this, Stephen. To be fair, it's usually Tavernier doing the apologising, isn't it? Well, not not yesterday, mate. <laughs> Stepped up when it mattered. Step, and to be fair, you might rip him, but he's got 115 goal contributions. And 114 penalties. Doesn't matter. You've still got, you've still got to score them, mate. You've still got to score them. Big Kyogo's missed a couple of sitters in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, he couldn't hit he's a open band door. It's not big. He's a big personality, though, is he not? He's a big man in the Celtic team. Big personality. You're watching Celtic highlights these days, are you? To bring me more joy, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's great. <laughs> oh, Paddy boy, just taking that question to yourself, does yeah. um, does Rangers winning the League Cup fill you with any more fear that this is a club that's uh, now maybe got over that hoodoo of, of being a bit of a bottle merchant? Two massive results. Yeah, I mean, I, I put a bet on with Scott like a couple of weeks ago saying that I I was so convinced that Rangers wouldn't win all of their games before the Glasgow Derby that I would be willing to wear a Rangers top for the podcast that we do, you know, covering <laughs> that. And I'm shitting myself now. I had no faith in Rangers to go away and do what they've done. And we are the people, mate. That's they've fine. still they've still not beaten they've still not beaten Celtic in a cup final. Like it was Aberdeen. It was about Barry Robson's Aberdeen. So like we have beaten Celtic in the cup final. When. Under Mark Warburton. All right. That was a semi. Still, still need to beat you in a cup. cup Surely your comeback there is that the Kilmarnock have done the double over Celtic this season. Yeah, no, but I was going to save that. Stephen, I was going to save that. Would you just, you know, you're saying to yourself there, don't interrupt the boy because he needs to back himself up. I'm just getting to my point. I'm just bleeding the boy dry this episode. It's it's taken you 15 episodes to get to your point. I'm comfortable, that's why. (laughs) I'm getting comfortable, you know. I don't want to... Talk about Rangers for Scotty because that's his job. And it's really not. Stevens that. actually. Not true. <laughs> Frankly, I don't care that much. But um, I feel like the winning the League Cup can be a massive boost for the rest of the season. It, it definitely was when we beat Hibs in the League Cup final uh, under Ange. That was sort of the catalyst and the turning point that meant that he was here now for big yeah. for big games. He could get off the line. I'm actually more impressed by the Betis result than I'm with the Aberdeen result. I'd. I'd predicted Rangers to put four past Aberdeen um, in the cup final. I thought they'd smash them. Betis, I thought there's no chance if you're going away and getting a result. So actually the last two results that you've had in very quick succession yep. means I think, like at Olympic Celtic fans, we've got to take this threat from Rangers seriously, but we have to get our own house in order first. And, oh my God, there's a lot to fix. Yeah, well, just moving straight on to that, Pat. <clears throat> What's going to give first at Celtic? The board, the manager, or the fans? Well, it's not going to be the, the barriers. Board. The barriers. <laughs> Santa Claus. <laughs> Santa Claus. Santa's already his, done. Yeah, his resolve's done. Like, you know, he's like, nah, I'm not coming back. We're not having Santa. No. <laughs> at least Santa can deliver. <laughs> not at a Celtic party, can he? Not like Celtic. <laughs> it's, well, the board aren't going to go first. That's... That's simply not going to happen. The fans are already cracking. And it feels like we're really... You need to start You need to start questioning. I've been excuses for Rogers consistently on this, on this... On the podcast for quite a while because I did see an upturn in performances, especially the Atletico game at home. I thought we were playing really, really well. We had a couple of really good kind of 
good performances in the league, sort of getting a further sense of what he was trying to do. The last, well, since the first half of the St. Johnson game in particular, it's been dross. Like, it's been so, so bad. And sometimes you just need to call it out for what it is. This is maybe as bad as the COVID season under Neil Lennon. For it to be nearly 2024, to have not won three games in a row and to still have Mikey Johnson and James Forrest as your wide options is inexcusable. So I'll answer your question first. The only thing that can go first is Rodgers. And I don't know whether that's because he will be sacked. Because if we don't win all our games before the Glasgow Derby, there's a serious case to suggest that he should be he should go. I, I still back him. I still think with the right support and investment in January, he, he can come good. But we're watching we're watching like the the kind of football that we had under Rodgers at the end of his Celtic Park spell the first time, not the start. We're watching the kind of football that he produced under Leicester that got them relegated. It, we've taken... We, we've, he seems to have decided to change a team who's built for speed and fast football and slowed it down. And... I, I mean, I texted you boys after the Hearts game saying, I think I could be Rogers out. No. Well, well, we actually put a poll up on our on our Instagram. Um, it's actually the most engaging poll we've had since we started, which I was surprised at. I Thanks didn't expect. I, I didn't thank you very much. Thank um, you. <clears throat> I didn't expect. Um, obviously, your opinion to be a majority one, Pat. But it was sixty-seven percent of fans on that poll. How did you um, question that poll? That, that was like, is it too late to start talking about whether? Is Rogers... it too early? Is yeah. it too early to start talking about Rogers' future? No, it's, it's not. It's this is sackable form. Like for Celtic and the amount of people who are saying you need to calm down, you're entitled and all that, that's nonsense. It's me basically. Well, you you were one of them, yeah. I said that as well. I mean, it's a bit much. Just because Celtic have had success, it doesn't mean that we're not allowed to call a, call out shit performances when we're, we're top of the league. We, we've, had, we've got record profits in the bank. And He's not signed a single player right, of his right, own. Right, right. This, this record profit stuff, right, it annoys me a little bit, okay? You've got record profits in the bank because you qualify for the group stages of the Champions League. If you hadn't done that, you're you're a, you're an advocate, Pat, for clubs being run properly. And I totally get that. And listen, you're going to say Peter Law's sons, the, the whatever he trans intended transfers, and I get that. That's that's wrong. But in terms of like actually maintaining profits in a club and not just like dashing out and spending the money straight away, that's actually a, a good we strategy. Have, we've dashed out and we've spent money terribly. Of all the players that Rogers signed in right. the summer, so, so none of them were in the squad. So, so except your argument, Palma. yeah. Well, then your argument isn't the fact that there's forty million in the bank and profits. Is that the money you have spent has been woefully spent? That's a completely different argument. No, they're, they're two of the same thing. We've got record profits in the bank and we're spending it on absolute wank. <laughs> like none of those players were featuring. You know, it's, it's actually wang, yang, but <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Nice, nice, nice try, mate. Wow. Good attempt. You stick to being the mediator. We'll mean Scott will do the part. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> so, so, why they can't spend more than five, five million on a player on tried and tested quality rather than trying to save money on these project signings that they then hope to sell on at a massive fee, which works out once in a blue moon? I don't know. I don't know what what do we have to do to sign a tried and tested player for Celtic. Well, 
I'll rephrase my question slightly because you're right. Listen, the manager always ends up going first, but um, is there anything board level that the fans are exceptionally crawling, crying out for? Because yeah. you're not, you're obviously not going to get rid of the board, but like, what parts of the board would you change? Mark Lowell. <laughs> if he's in charge of recruitment, then he is. If I had, you know, messed and, up. And when, that, when, 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 sorry, Pat. When did he become in charge of? When was he appointed in that role? I think July twenty-two. Right. And the two signings that he's made that you could make a case for are Alistair Johnson and Louise Palmer. Right. And I imagine Alistair Johnson was probably done. Like, who knows? The, yeah. Who knows? Okay. You've got to give him the benefit of the doubt. That track record is terrible. Telio, Yang, Kwon, Kobayashi, Lagerbielka, all who scored the. I'll come to that in a second. All these players that had been signed, none of them made the squad. So that has got to be Rogers sending a finger up to the board to say, what you've got me is not good enough. And he keeps going on about quality, 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 quality. And I agree with that, right? He is correct. We need more quality in the squad. The money that we've had has been spent terribly and not enough money has been spent to improve the squad. But where it comes down to bad management is Lagerbielka scored the winner in a Champions League game on Wednesday. He came out after it and complimented him. Cal McGregor came out after the game and said he's been training really well, he deserves his break. And Rodgers has dropped him from the squad. And Stephen McGowan from the Mail is now reporting that the club are willing to let him go. Like, what is going on at my club? What are they doing? Like, the one player that every Celtic fan would have supported starting of the new signings last week has been dropped from the entire squad. It's honestly... Could that be an attitude thing from, from his relationship with the manager or is it... You're, lo- you're, you're loving this, eh? Just Absolutely. <laughs> it, has to be, it has to be an Scotty. attitude thing or, or an injury. Like, uh, I, there's no other reason that you'd drop him. Um, Scotty, has, Scotty has sat on mute for about five minutes just smiling. I've just been watching away as Pat's gone on there and he's just like leant forward to his mic just to be just well, to ask that one question. You know, it's been a pretty mental season to start this podcast because I don't think there's actually been a season recently where it has been... Like a yo-yo, like yes, yeah, because we've had podcast episodes we've recorded where it's been, you know, it's been completely the opposite. Like after when we beat you at Ibrox, or yeah. you know, when you had Beal, and then you had your sticky results under Clement, and both clubs. I think, I think this Club is the, I think this is the worst that both Celtic and Rangers have been for a long time. Yeah, it's not great. No, yeah, it, and I don't, I don't disagree with that, right? But Recruitment's not been great for both sides. I, really. I don't, I don't yeah. disagree with that. You, you boys, um, you know where I stand. That, but from a, from a neutral point of view, and it, and it's not just come down this podcast. It's it's genuinely this is probably the most enjoyable FM Scottish football for a number of years. Does and it's not slating every week. Well, I'm slating the quality. You're the Ross County it. manager. <laughs> Derek <laughs> Adams is on the special guest. Derek Adams, how are you doing, Derek? <laughs> How's how's uh, how's the last place Morecambe doing compared to Ross County? <laughs> Morecambe who got beat six 0 by Exxon yeah, the same yeah, week. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely be, walloper, man. Uh, exactly. Oh, he is a walloper, but he's, by the way, some of his points stand. He just shouldn't have made them as the current Ross County manager. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> some of his points stand. The Scottish Scottish football is in a in a dire straits in terms of quality throughout the league, and I'll I'll stand by that. But your product doesn't always have to be about the actual quality. It just has to be about the fact that. 
there's there's some contention in it. So for me as a neutral, it's yeah. far more enjoyable seeing Rangers and Celtic only a couple of points between each other. And it's funny to see a Celtic fan who let's be honest, Pat, a Celtic have had it easy for the last ten, fifteen years. Twenty three trophies in ten years. You're top of you're top of the league. Exactly. Can I just repeat that by the way? You're top of the league Not and you're long. calling for a manager to get sacked. And now I, t- I totally understand where you're coming from and the differences and the drop off and levels, etc. But the league in Scotland should be hard to win. I mean Martin O'Neill's a Celtic legend, but he won leagues in the last days of the season. Like you're, you're like that's what it should be like. So I don't I don't but that was helicopter you. Sun, you know, Helicopter Sunday is one of the most enjoyable you know, memory provoking things for Rangers fans because it was so tight, you know, and you're right, that kind of But the difference is has, sorry to interrupt out. the difference yeah. is that that like I could, you can almost take well you can't obviously you can't at the time, but in in retrospect that's a good Rangers team that we lost to. You know? This Rangers team might be improving, but it's not a great Rangers team. Like and we and Celtic no, and Celtic fans, we cannot judge ourselves by the merit of the rest of the league because it is a bum league. Like it's it's a crap league, so we can't base how well a manager's doing. And, and you know, and if he's losing to teams in this league, come on, that's two. That's the first time we've lost back to back games since two thousand and thirteen. But have you not said previously in a couple of previous episodes, like we should give the praise to the other teams that yeah. do actually try? You know, against no, the right. old firm. You know, and, and I've not done that yet. You know, and you look at. Hearts, hearts came to play against no, Celtic. They had two shots and goal, and they scored them both. Well, the also, fir- also, also, when have you ever said that on this podcast? I've said, I say it every week when Celtic lose. <laughs> no, Pat has. <laughs> Not just, once have you said that. Just Scott. mixing, I'm just not mixing up, mate. You've gone for John Lindstrom, James Tavernier, Mike McBeal. Like, not once have you ever get dished out praise to opposition. Well, that's fine, mate. You, because, Steve, because can I just say, actually, I think you're doing a great job as a mediator. And I quite like you now. <laughs> you're all right. Mate. Shut up, Scott. Good point, Ernie. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, get back to Ibrox and wave the flag about son, all right? <laughs> back up the dingwall, Derek. Mate, I'm in Santa at fucking Park Inn on Sunday. <laughs> That's why they booed you, because they could smell the bear off you, aye? <laughs> smell the bear off you? Oh, my God, man. To answer your, to answer your point, Steve... The rest of the league is shocking, and although it is more exciting, I get it. I get it that it's better for you as neutral, but that doesn't that doesn't mean Celtic fans can't have a moan about how bad their team's playing. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Um, I'm not having a pop. He's having a moan. Not at all. Because like football's like that, and and you should always have a moan, and we should always drive standards as fans of football clubs. That's what it's all about. I'm just saying from from my point of view, it seems to me that Celtic alone, to be honest with you, have maintained a certain standard of Scottish football or a certain standard of football where the rest of the league's dropped off. And for me, it always had to meet where Celtic and Rangers maybe dropped off for a couple of seasons for the rest of the league to then catch up and then grow together. And that's... We had that, though, with the bonkers COVID league, you know? Celtic, absolutely. Like, they, they mess around the club. The, the relationship between the board and the club and the fans completely deteriorated. And you saw the product of that in the park. And it's happening again. This should work. Brendan Rodgers coming back which should work. With the right investment. like th- This should be a good appointment. He is the best option. I still maintain he's the best manager we could have got at the time. So why is it not working? That has well, to come down to the board and the recruitment. Well, I'll go back and repeat again though, Pat. You're, you're top of the league, mate. Like it's, it's, it, it shouldn't work easily. It, sh- it should just... like If you finish second by one point this season, does he get sacked? <clears throat> but the football's crap. We're out of two competitions. It doesn't matter. And if Rangers, when they're, if Rangers when they're game in hands, we're, we're second. You're not missing two or three best players, so therefore you've, like you said a, a few episodes ago, you know that you've got the kind of bench and the 
you know, their the wider squad isn't good enough, whereas your starting eleven's good enough to, to win the league. But you're you're not missing, you're not going to give them chance to wait for these players to come back in to contention and get back from injury before you want them out or... I think I'm willing to don't see... Don't get me wrong, I'm loving I, this. This is fantastic for me, but... <laughs> I would love to see... I would love to see him pick up the results and get a few really good players in. By the way, just because I want him to go necessarily... I don't think there's any chance of that happening. You know, look also, how, who do you replace him with? I heard Neil well, Lennon's exactly. wanting a job. But, but you, know? you know, that's that's sort of a sort of a lazy argument because you know no one had heard of Ange Postecoglou when he arrived. You know, so that with due diligence you can research and actually get the job done. The thing is, like, I, I'd love to see him win his games, beat Rangers in the derby, and then invest in January. If he drops more points before that game, honestly, like. The season's gone because the relationship in the stadium, the, the atmosphere in the stadium is toxic. And I just don't see where the improvement comes. Like, I think our next game's Livingston. If we don't win that game, you're going to see more than just a shark being thrown outside the stadium. It's going to be absolute bedlam. But Aquaman standing outside with his pitchfork, ready to, <laughs> ready to just take on Celtic the border. Good one. <laughs> Just making a current reference, mate. You know, I, you know. Last week was like, like a Tom Cruise. Yeah, I was, gonna, I was gonna say last week my reference is too obscure, so I thought I'd bring it mainstream this week. You know, Patrick, I'm gonna come to you first on this. If you can pick one position to fill for Celtic in the new year, what would you go for? It's like a Christmas present. Like a Christmas present. What's in your stocking on Christmas Day? Celtic stocking. Um... Oh, there's so much. <laughs> there would be so much on my Christmas list this year. I'm trying to think of what the, the most immediate problem area is, and it's got to be it's the wings. Like I know we need a new left back, and I know we need a new goalkeeper. But the fact we, I, you only I, you only I, need a new goalkeeper if people keep shooting to the left of him. <laughs> the amount of times I've said this in the last few weeks is bonkers, but. You know, James Forrest and Mikey Johnson still playing for Celtic. I'm not having it anymore. My Christmas wish is that neither of them play for Celtic again and we get a proper threatening winger in the team. And that would solve two problems. It would give us more creativity on the wings and it would also create more supply for Kyogo, who is just like a man down. Uh, at the any, any realistic names on that list? I mean, it's sure you, someone quoted Eden Hazard on this podcast at the start of the season and then he retired a week later. So that <laughs> <laughs> also heard us. Sort of shows how far we've fallen, but <laughs> I thought Danny Armstrong for, from Kelly had an amazing game against, and he looked better than all of our wingers. So if we're going for the budget Lowell option, Peter will be happy. Sign Danny Armstrong from Kilmarnock. Can't your, be any worse. What do you reckon, half mil? mil? I have absolutely no idea. No more than a million. That's pretty no. Um No, I, I'd be. I should have come prepared with the name. But no, give me an exotic sounding Portuguese winger that is just like Jota. You probably thought more about the law, to be fair. I just want, give me Jota back. There's a Jota sized hole in this team. Can you afford him? I mean, imagine his wages doubled when he went to Saudi, so it's not as if he's going to come no, back. No, I was and... just dreaming. That's like my Christmas miracle rather than my Christmas <laughs> present. Well, straight on to you, Scotty. Where, what, uh, what position at <coughs> Rangers Football Club do you currently need filled? Rangers in Football your, Club. In your Christmas stocking. <laughs> Rangers Football Club. To give it its proper title, the Rangers Football Club. 
LTD. Get your system, yeah. <laughs> so, to answer your question... You let your club die. <laughs> I'm going to answer Stevie's question, because this is what we're here to do. Thanks, um, mate. I think it's difficult. A bit like Pat, there's a, quite a lot of things needed to do in this squad. However, I think the most pressing position would be a midfielder, because we've got literally one fit, recognised midfielder in, in there, in John Lundstrom. And obviously, a, and Ramsey in. He's a good player. Yeah, well, he, what, he is. I just best signing ever made in Scottish football. Mind that. I never, I never said that. No, but Chris Boyd did. Chris Boyd's entitled to an opinion. You know, it's like it's like Chris Sutton's got an opinion. You don't need to listen to it. So, you know, you've got an opinion, and, and nobody needs to listen to me. I mean, <laughs> when you're when you're not on mute. Yeah, I just like to just be respectful, unlike some people in this podcast. You know. But um, you would you were literally giving me the middle finger throughout the entire. I never did that. I, listen, it's not. It's not. There's no evidence of that. So and ten minutes ago, you went for the Santa at Celtic Park. So. I felt sorry for the Santa. All right, two footed on Father Christmas. <laughs> but uh, answer the god. I just said. Question. I just said the midfielder. That's what I've said. But you keep interrupting Center me. Centre midfielder number eight, number ten, just, number six. Just somebody can get up and do the park. I don't care if it's a de- <laughs> defensive midfielder number six and number eight. Just somebody that's got legs and it isn't injured. Got a name? Connor Barron from Ab- Aberdeen. I think his contract is out uh, in the summer, so I think there may be a deal to be had there. So I think he's one worth maybe pursuing. I think he would fit a lot of, you know, I think he'd fit a profile as well, young Scottish player, you know. So so, so there's a point for this next debate. If you're Conor Barron, which club would you like or most likely to join at the current moment in time? And Scotty, I'm going to keep you going because you seem like you're in the flow of things. Would we you talked about this in episode three, didn't we? We did, yeah, and I'd imagine your, uh, your response will be slightly more muted than last time. But I'm going to let Scotty keep the ball rolling, keep his momentum. Would you rather join Celtic or Rangers at the current moment in time? I think you've got to join Rangers. The quadruple's still on. You know, get the trumpets out. Quadruple is still on. That's right. Quadruple. Jesus Christ, man. What? But in the round uh, of no, no, the last of 16, do you mean? Like, it genuinely just hurts because it's true. Yeah, it's, I mean, I know it's funny, but like, we've got. Uh, it's really funny, aye. But we've got previous yeah. record. Fucking hilarious, man. It is. I think it's funny um, how you had your trumpets out at the beginning of the season and now you're hiding away in, in your hole. So. Uh, we've won 20, 20 more trophies than you in 10 still years. never been and look at you, you still have still have a cup and now you're coming out the woodwork still you're very much in danger of living in the past here still haven't been a European final in that time so you know keep going mate have you ever won the European Cup because I've still got the final anyway right. the question is would you rather sign for Rangers Celtic you'd rather sign for Rangers because of the quadruple we just won the League Cup we're potentially sitting in January being top of the the table we've got the Scottish Cup so to play for no you're not I said we could be sitting could be, yeah. could be sitting at the top of the table come January. Listen, take the green tinted earmuffs off, boys. Eh? So could Celtic though. They could exactly, but my, the question is... Anyone ever seen green tinted earmuffs before? <laughs> anyway, so the point is, you could, you know, you could be, we could be top of the league come January. So the quadruple, top of the league in January, chance to win silverware... Make your mark in history, a young Scottish player under a good manager that knows how to get the best out of players, unlike someone across the road who's struggling to get the best out of anybody. So I think Conor Barron would choose Rangers. <laughs> Green to the dear ones, man. It's true, it's funny. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> 
Sweet. Hey, listen, I'm coming out swinging. Oh. I'm telling you. Oh, right, Paddy boy. Any, any uh, rhyme or reason to. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just going to take my green tin of tea off. Can you get you got, you got, you got them from Santa at Celtic Park the weekend. <laughs> Too shame, mate. Need him to drown out those booze. Can you give me any rhyme or reason to why you would join Celtic Football Club at this current moment in time over Rangers? Yes. Celtic's got a bigger club than Rangers. <laughs> Pish. There. Pish. There's much more potential at Celtic. I still think we're more likely to win the league. You, Celtic have had a bad couple of weeks. I don't think that changes the, d- the signing decisions of one player. I think if you are honest with yourself and you are a Scottish footballer right now, and you're offered the choice of either of them, you're still going to go to Celtic because of the last few years, because of the profile of the manager. I, I think it's important. Like I've sat here like, rhyming off reasons why I'm annoyed at Celtic just now, but I think, like you said earlier, Steve, perspective is needed. January could be a really chance to freshen up the squad and go again. Well, still you, well you're saying sign for this manager, but you've just asked him to be sacked. Exactly. You've, you've just said your board won't spend a bloody penny because they're too tight. So... You know, you're asking for players and you're asking, you're saying that they're going to be backed, but how do you know he's going to be backed? And then, therefore, you come into the Celtic squad, there's already levels of toxicity within the club going on. They're now between the fan base and the board. So, how's that going to get better by anybody coming in? It's not. Whereas you come to Rangers, chance to win silverware, things are on a positive momentum. We're going to win. Oh, there we go. Guaranteed 20 penalties a year as well. Listen, when you pay the Masons a lump sum, anything can happen. What I was trying to say was, <laughs> I think, yeah, you're right. I was calling for Rogers to go there, but if I'm a Scott, if I'm a Scottish footballer just now, or if I'm any player actually, I'm looking at the profile of the two clubs and, and recent history. I'm going to join Celtic. I still think Celtic are favourite favourites to win the league. We're still top of the league. I actually still think we're going to win the derby at Parkhead because I think Rangers are bottle merchants. And Wait, then we get we'll get automatic entry to the Champions League. And that's where most players want to play. I, I think it's, I think it's closer certainly now than it was at the start of the season. The start of the season, I had the Champions League over you. I had the idea of a treble over you. I don't have those things anymore, but I'm still confident that this is a blip rather than a crisis, and we're going to come good. And with proper investment in January, given Rogers a window to work with, a proper platform to judge him on, maybe. I think Celtic's still a more exciting project. And actually, you've got a, chance, a real chance of forcing yourself into this Celtic team now if you're an exciting player. There's a lot of players ready to move on. I think that sounds like a lot of uh, if, buts and maybes joining Celtic at the current moment in time. So I am going to give that point to Rangers. So you'd rather, if you're a Scottish football, you'd rather join Rangers just now? If I was any football, I'd rather join Rangers right now. And also, I think, and listen, it, it, there's obviously the Brendan Rodgers argument. I get that because of what he's done in, in uh, UK football. I think if you're a foreign player, Philippe Clement's got a good name. Like, he's won league titles. He's on consecutive bases with two different clubs in a league that's not a pushover league. So, yeah, I think that's. I think we have to be respectful of that. I really am stoned like a bear. I need to stop this. But you're making a neutral point, though. You're making a neutral point right now. Things are toxic at Celtic. Things are g- gaining momentum at Rangers. I, th- I just think I, I look at Rangers and I think part, still partially aging squad. I mean, I think a lot of your players are over thirty, Scotty. Yeah, there'll be a few of them that are like kind of dwindling in the last like year or two. Some of them are probably going to leave in the this coming summer. 
Um, so yeah. it is an ageing squad. So there is a real chance for us to sign younger players and the manager has a track record of working with young players. It does save yourself. So, you've got so, a higher chance you know, of getting a bigger move to another club. You look at the amount of players that we've bought and then sold on recently. Compared so you're to telling Rangers. me Ali Etihad are a bigger team than Ajax, eh? No, but I'm telling you teams like so, Arsenal and Southampton and thereby Liverpool. When, when was the last time you sold a player at Arsenal? Kieran Tierney. Aye, how long ago though? Like five, six years ago? You got Frimpong and went to Leverkusen. We have a, we are a better platform six for players ago. than you are. Well, Nathan Patterson went to Everton. Calvin Bassey went to Ajax. He's now playing in the Premier League. So, and they're sitting mid-table. So, your point. Kieran Tierney's got injured in his way to Spain. Armstrong. No. Again, almost relegated. So... Well, Morelos did get. Yeah, I mean, Santos listen, Morelos has only played like five minutes for Santos, I think. I don't think he played at all. <laughs> that was enough. Yeah, that was enough for them to realise. <laughs> well, listen, moving on, I'm going to give Pat a chance, obviously, to claw this episode back. We go on to trivia questions. Ooh. Now, we're going to mix it up a little bit this week, boys. And I have asked you to prepare not only a question, but four plausible answers for your opponent to give the correct one. Are you just trying to find a fancy way of saying multiple choice question? I was, mate. Yeah, I'm trying to keep. <laughs> I keep telling Four you plausible answers. <laughs> well, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying plausible because Scott genuinely asked in the chat if he had to give four correct answers for you to choose from. <laughs> well, let's 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 just let's just get this correct before you've made me out to be, you know, a donkey. Your question wasn't exactly clear, <laughs> little donkey. You know, <laughs> I, little donkey in his manger. You know, so. Question is how many points did Celtic earn in their Champions League group oh, in the 2004 sake, 2005 season? So it's A5, B7, C3, or D1. Sorry, I was so pissed off at the question. I didn't Why are you pissed off? To any of your like, can you, if, you, yeah, if, you, if you get a phone, if you get a phone, a friend, you can you phone keep Ivan. talking about how much success you've got. You, you've got, you just keep bragging about how much success you've had in Champions League, so this shouldn't be too hard for you to remember, eh? No, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use my phone. Of Five. I'm using my phone, a friend. Seven, three, or one. I'm gonna allow it for the. No, that's cheating. Come on. <laughs> oh come on! Man. Just love the power, mate. Ash is bonkers. <laughs> nah, it's not gonna pick up, is it? Hello, he? who's this? Ivan, you're live on the Boy and the Bear podcast and the bear has a question for you. Okay, go for it. I, I've used my phone a friend, just to let you know. <laughs> right, okay. Hello, Ivan. You've got him rattled. So, how many points did Celtic earn in the Champions League season in, in the 0-4-5 season, sorry? So, it's... A5, B7, C3, or D1? 0405 season, Ivan. Right, go for it. Ivan? Yes, I'm sorry, mate. What's the answer? I, I mean, I don't even know what the question was. I'll <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry, mate. Oh, of course, because I'm wearing the headphones. You can't hear what's going on. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Two beers of this podcast goes down to sorry. Wait, so the question this is... This is why we don't do oh, live Peter sessions. Scott, right? So in the 2004, oh. 2005 season, how many points did Celtic gain from their Champions League group? Was it... Five. A, five... B7 B7 C3 
C3 or D1 or D1 oh this is the kind of stuff that criticise you for as well I know um, right who do we have so we had the 0405 so we had AC Milan Shakhtar mm-hmm. Barcelona mm-hmm. so I think it's 11 we drew no nah, we, nah, we finished bottom that season so we got a point off of AC Milan got a point off of Barcelona away got to be at home beat Shakhtar lost lost away to, five five points I think thanks mate Thanks. I'll let you know how it goes. Cheers, mate. Five. Yeah, bastard. <laughs> I thought I had. Merry Christmas, Ivan. God yeah, bless you. I thought I had Scott, you with that one as well, man. Scott, Scotty, what are you going to do? Because you're all the two pal- pals are on this podcast. Exactly. I will. I'm just, I don't need to cheat to win. All right? I'm an honest guy. Rangers did. <laughs> Touche, mate. Well done. Well done. Well done, mate. Well done. <laughs> Merry Christmas, eh? Right. I oh, mate, it wouldn't be a Christmas special if I hadn't joined the pod Christ. after all that elite club debate. Christ. You know, Sounds like a lovely guy. Um, do you know what? I don't give a fuck whether I win the episode or not. That was absolute gold. Scott, your question is, how many international goals has Serial Dessers scored for Nigeria? Mm. Is it A, 11? B, 7? C, four, or D, one? It's one. That's correct. Oh, Scotty Thank boy. You. Doesn't even need any pals. And was this episode a, is a... A quick, correct answer as well. And a 2-1 victory to Scotty boy in this episode. Well done, Scotty. Thank you. Well done, Scotty. Just, like, just like the clubs, you're on top at the moment. Absolutely. We'll Momentum swinging in the Bears' favour. And with 2-1 in mind, I'd like to say, moving on to predictions, that Scotty actually predicted Hearts to beat Celtic 2-1 at the weekend. And it was wrong, because they won 2-0. Uh, yes, I know, but he was the only one to actually predict the Hearts were going to win, and we laughed at him, so... Yep, thank another, you. Another fair play, Scotty, but because yep. I was in charge of the document this week, both me and you are on 25 points, so I did find it in my heart to put me at the top of the... Of course you did, of you know, <laughs> Just sit that authority level in. <laughs> with Paddy on 24, so... Close, yes. Predictions this week, gentlemen. We actually have two games for each club. We have uh, Celtic playing Livingston at home and Dundee away, and Rangers playing St Johnston at home and Motherwell away. So, Patrick, I'm going to come to you first on this, please. Predictions. So, we're doing two predictions. Two each. predictions each. Both of your predictions for Celtic first, please. <coughs> Livingston at home, Dundee away. Oh, Jesus Christ. It doesn't get easier. I'm going to say. It gets a lot easier, mate. Livingston are bottom of the league. Well, exactly, but like the way Celtic are playing. I don't. I, I'd honestly fancy Bucky Thistle to beat us at the moment in January. Um, I really think you'd quit the podcast if that happened. It could it could happen? Celtic two, Levy nil. Celtic one, Dundee one. Oh. No confidence in this team whatsoever right now. Wow. Scott, your predictions for Celtic before I move on to Rangers. Um, like you said, it's kind of tough, but I. I think they'll go back to winning ways. I think it'll be 3-0 against Livingston. Um, I think Dundee might prove a, diff- a bit more of a challenge being away from home. Uh, I still think they've got a win, so I'll say 2-1 to Celtic on that one. Okay. And your Rangers predictions, please, Scott. So, St. Johnston at home and Motherwell yep. away. 
I think Craig Levine will come in and sit in Ibrox. Uh, I think it'll be difficult first half to break us down, so I think we'll come alive second. So I'm going to say 2 0 against St Johnson, and I'm going to say. Do you know what? I'm just going to go 2 I'm gonna go 2 0 across the whole board. I think it's going to be 2 0 against Motherwell. I just realised I forgot to do my Rangers predictions. I haven't come to you for your Rangers predictions yet, mate. You're up now. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, because I have Raying a Rangers top on the line, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say that Rangers are going to beat three, St. Johnson 3 0. Um, and they're going to draw one each with Motherwell 1 1. And because you have uh, <laughs> because you have that on the line, I'm going to go for a Rangers victory in both games. I'm going to go for Rangers to beat St Johnston. I think I agree with Scotty. I think Craig Levine will come and sit in, but I think Rangers will beat them three 0 And I'm going to go for a three one away victory for Rangers against Motherwell. And Celtic, I think, will beat Livingston four 0 at home. Woof, and, do yeah, that. I love it on me. Livingston are terrible, and I'm going to go for a three one away victory to Dundee. You guys are optimistic. I just want you and the Rangers top to be honest with you. It's nothing about optimism, <laughs> um, and I'd like to I'd like to take this moment to wish a merry Christmas to all our listeners, to everybody who's emailed in. The support we've had since the start of this podcast has been unbelievable, and I think it's just been shown by Ivan there that we just managed to phone a friend on a made-up section of the podcast. So um, we've had a great time um, putting it together, and we hope that everybody's had a great time listening to it. And there's far more to come in 2024. Absolutely. Thank you so much, everybody. Yep. Yeah, thank you. You've been listening to The Boy and the Bear. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us your thoughts to theboyandthebear at gmail.com. Who knows, you might end up being a regular like Ivan. Please also send the link to the pod to your mates and ask them to check it out. I cannot stress enough, that is how this pod is going to grow. So if, even if your Christmas gift to us this year is to send it to one person who's a fan of either Rangers or Celtic, that would be hugely appreciated. Preferably if you support Celtic. Probably cost you less yeah. than a Kamarnik winger as well. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and please do follow us on Instagram at BoyBearPod. Hail, hail, boys. Merry Christmas. Follow, follow. Have a good one. Merry Christmas, boys. See you for the Old Firm special. Oh, I can't wait. I'll be big. The what special? The Glasgow Derby. The Old Firm where you'll be wearing that lovely the orange Glasgow top Darby. that I've got the laid Glasgow out for Darby. you soon. The Glasgow Derby. I'll be the biggest Celtic fan on that podcast. <laughs> the Glasgow Derby.